live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Suarez delivers. Swing and a drive. Left field. It's deep. It's going. And it is gone. Yes. It is Bedlam at the bank as Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top. He wants you to judge. Ground ball, weekly hit, Presley has it. Jumps part of the way the first. Underhand, Sayuli inside. Starts spreading the news. The Houston Astros break out the rooms in the Bronx, and they're headed back to the World Series for the fourth time in six years. Play action fake. Prescott's going to throw it in the end zone to Peyton Henderson on national tight end day for his first professional touchdown. Time to throw over the middle. Juju Smith-Schuster wide open, 25-20. Juke's the safety. 10 gets a block. Angling near side pylon. Touchdown, Kansas City. Duggan out of the shotgun. Tight end Wiley to the right. Snap comes back. Fakes the inside give. No, he hands it off to Miller. Turns it up into five. Touchdown. Wow. Kendra Miller. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. And at the end of the day, the program with the winning culture, Oklahoma State, prevails against the program that does not have a winning culture, the University of Texas. Stop it, Dave. Stop. Iron Privates for the Cowboys. Wow. I'm telling you. He is the nicest guy in the world. But, man, he can get salty when they win a game. Some he's of the, the worst when that he is a sore winner, man. He is some of the things he said through the years, the couple of times they beat no you or whenever they beat Texas. I mean, he Dave gets salty. How dare you call us little brother? <laughs> oh man, how about that? Let me see if I can cue that back. I had I didn't hear that till this morning. Uh. Gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. <laughs> and at the end of the day, the program with the winning culture, Oklahoma State, prevails against the program that does not have a winning culture, the University of Texas. You know what else uh, OSU uh, had and, and uh, or Texas had and OSU did not have Saturday? Penalties. <laughs> Holy cow. I have really fought against, and I was not cheering for Texas, nor will I ever in my life. I'm just an observer Saturday. There's nothing worse than watching OSU and Texas playing anything, right, Teach? Like, I was looking forward to that game Saturday, and then it started, and I was like, oh, yeah, I hate this. Because every play, one of them's happy, and that just stinks. But... I'm watching the game unfold and flag after flag come on Texas. 
And I'm not, I've never really bought into the, well, OU and Texas are leaving the league and the Big 12 is going to take it out on them. Saturday, I started to think, you know, how, how does one team have 14 penalties and the other have zero? That's a little fishy. Come on, Cowboy fans. That's a little fishy. You know? Anyway. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week. Monday, October 24. T-Row in the morning show time here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. It's a mental Monday. It's a game week. The bye is over. We are headed to Ames, Iowa this Saturday. Uh, for the Sooners and the Cyclones, Brent Venable's team back on the field as um, five games to go in the regular season. See if they can capitalize or keep the momentum rolling after that win last Saturday over Kansas. Dallas beats Detroit yesterday in Dak's return, 24-6. to OSU beat Texas, 41-34. Tulsa got a win Friday night, 27-16 over Temple. Thunder fall last night. They're 0-3, 116-106 to the Minnesota Timberwolves. we got a lot to do today, and we start by welcoming in Turkey Bacon himself, my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry on the other side. Good morning, TJ. Just sitting here in my new sweater. I uh, designed it myself. It's got my microphone on it, and I'm talking into my microphone. Do you quit sending me those videos? Like, I can't get the guy's voice out of my head. You like my sweater, yeah, you can get my T-shirt that looks just like it. I sent the tiger sweater this morning. You got to read the comments on there because everybody is saying, watch out for the tiger behind you. (laughs) To which he replies to all of them, it's a green screen. You know, there's no tiger behind me. (laughs) Watch out for the tiger. He's going to eat you. There's no tiger behind me. Ah, oh, the greatest. How was your weekend, Teach? Your big anniversary weekend. It was good. It was good. Had a nice time. How was your off weekend? Great. Oh, Teach. I got to tell you, man. I lived it up this weekend. Um, I sat in the hot tub for a little while this weekend, Teach. A hot tub? Mm-hmm. I watched way too much football this weekend, uh, American and European. Um, I bought myself some new shorts this weekend. I ate uh, buffalo chicken dip and smash burger sliders this weekend. It was a big-time weekend, TJ, a big-time weekend. We did. I live up the buy. I was a lazy bum, and I am—I need to get back after it today. Well, it is game week now, so you can get back after it. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I went to see uh, uh, David Spade on Friday night, TJ. That was what we were doing on the. Our is that what you thought Friday I would have made fun of you about? Uh huh. Yeah. Why would I make fun of you about that? I love David Spade. Well, I, I looked into me. tickets. I uh, looked into tickets myself on that, and. Uh, Said, well, Katie's working. She would have to get uh, off work and have it covered, and it's homecoming. So uh, we ended up going to the football game. But uh, no, I actually looked into that. David Spade's big time. 
You would have quizzed me on all the David Spade movies I haven't seen. and you Well, that I would have made fun of you about because you're going to see David Spade. You've never seen a movie that he's in. <laughs> Do you know he's, yeah, a, he's an fun. actor, right? He's in a lot of the Adam Sandler movies. He's done a lot of movies himself with uh, Chris Farley and some others. So You heard of him? Uh, no. I know you've seen Tommy Boy. Doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> That was good. It was fun. Uh, it was a bunch of 40- and 50-year-old people there, like us. Uh, so that was kind of humorous. We walked in and looked around, and I was like, oh, it's a bunch of us is here. A bunch of people that remember David Spade from Saturday Night Live. So not a lot of kids. But that was fun. I've never been to the Criterion before. It's the first time I've been there downtown. Bricktown area. What do they do for a um, – I've been there for concerts – and the floors just open. Do they put seats on the floor? Yeah. Okay. Seats on the floor, and they got balcony bleachers. Yeah, all the I knew the, the balcony. Top. They do that even for a concert. But yeah, concert. It's just like you know what uh, elbow, and just just packed in there like sardines. So Shoulder I elbow? was. Uh, yes, that's exactly right. Hmm. I'm, I'm, uh, I was assuming that they put chairs in there for a comedy. Yeah, show, they put chairs in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they, got, they got chairs. They got chairs. They got bleachers up top all the way around. It's an interesting little venue. Good size for something like that. We uh, we ate downtown uh, at a new restaurant, to us anyway, I think it's new-new, called The Joinery. You ever been to The Joinery, Bricktown? Mm, I can't say that I have. No. Uh, no. It's a it's a uh, uh, fascinating building down there. It's, uh, it's kind of across from the ballpark a little bit, uh, but right there on Sheridan. Really good. I recommend it. It's got a, a uh, like four levels to it, and each level is a different, like there's a golf simulator, they got they they got a place called Good Good, which I think is like a bar with a golf simulator in it on the floor above us. The floor we were on was a restaurant, and I think down below there's like some speakeasy or something where you got to have a secret code to get in. We didn't have the secret code, so we didn't try. <laughs> and then there's something on top, like some uh, event floor or something. I don't know. It was an interesting building, but it was pretty good. So new restaurant, which is David Spade. And uh, had a little date weekend, watched a lot of football, sat in the hot tub, got new shorts. I'm telling you, I lived high, I lived high on the hog. Excellent. Excellent. High on the hog. Yeah. How about you? Tell me about your anniversary. Uh, went exactly like I thought it would. We got up, had some coffee, watched some game day, watched some football. I ran to Whataburger to grab some lunch because we're going to have Whataburger on yeah, our anniversary Saturday. for lunch. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh Went and ran a couple of errands. Uh, unfortunately, sat at uh, T-Mobile for over an hour and had nothing, uh, got nothing done at all. Yeah, um, sounds like every but, trip I've thanks, ever made. Thanks, T-Mobile guy, for making my wife cry on her anniversary. What? No, she didn't cry. She almost did. It just there's a lot of stress, a lot of things going on right now that we're still dealing dealing with. So <laughs> that was part of our afternoon. Then we went to um, uh, the Black Mesa Brewery. Had a flight. And then went saw to that dinner. you had a clever pun. No, didn't I? Didn't I? Uh, my mom did not call me yesterday. She always calls on Sunday. Every Sunday we talk, and I know it's because she thinks we went on a trip somewhere, and she didn't want to bother <laughs> me on our trip. I know it is, and when I when she calls next week, she's gonna be like, "Where'd you guys fly to?" So uh, <laughs> that's gonna be my conversation I, with my mom. <laughs> I might have believed it, except I know you well enough to know that TJ's not the kind of guy that's just gonna on a whim jump on an airplane and. Pick somewhere to go. A lot of planning. <laughs> My mom will call. Where did you guys go? I was worried sick the whole week. 
Why are you getting on a plane? You know you could die. I was worried sick. I told your Aunt Cindy that they're going to die on a pl- in a plane crash. And I'm not going to know where they were flying to because put- we don't know where we're going. It was a clever pun. <laughs> uh, so, no, then we- so no affair of the heart? No affair of the heart. No uh, affair of the heart. Okay. Uh, no, that disappoints So you. Black Mesa is the place down on Highway 9? No, no, no. I'm, uh, I mean, on uh, 77? Yeah, on Flood right there next to Coming on into Q. town? Yep, yeah, yeah, right before I've you get seen, to I passed Q. that a thousand times. I didn't know what it was. Yep. Uh, I mean, I figured it was a restaurant, but is it good? Uh, yeah, it was good. We had a nice time. Had some nice uh, different flavors of beer. Some we liked, some we didn't. Uh, which but is... they got food in there? Uh, no food, but people were bringing oh. their own food. Like a dude rolled in with his uh, spread of Chick-fil-A. It's allowed. And then you can just really? drink your beer and hang out and watch games on their it's TVs. It's just or... flat a brewery. Yes, yes. Hmm. So, but yeah, they got tables out front and stuff, and you can enjoy and have a nice time. Then we went to uh, Red Rock for dinner, sat at the bar at our usual spot, which is we like doing. We don't like uh, waiting for a table. Although it was, uh, we could have walked right in and walked right to a table Saturday night. You it was unusually side slow. by side at a bar on your anniversary. We have for the you last look at each other. In the I eyes. bet that is five years straight now. We have sat at the bar at Red Rock for our anniversary. We both had the meatloaf. It's delicious. We love the meatloaf. You share it? No, we did not share it. Uh-huh. I saw your little comment about sharing Living a flight. Large. Although I was tra- testing some of her beer and she was testing some of mine, some of the of different things would. we got. Yeah. Um, then we, um, you know, throughout all of this, we're just watching games in and out and watching games at the restaurant, watching games at the brewery. And then uh, we get home. Easy. We're watching, That's uh, all we need uh, to know. No, no, no details to give here. Um, we're watching some games, and then we say, ah, we, it's our anniversary. We've got to watch a little bit of Dateliner 2020. So we started a 2020 and uh, got to a commercial at one point, and Katie grabs the remote. And I know when she does that, it means it's bedtime for her. So she hits pause, <laughs> turns it to 7.05, and says, uh, I'm exhausted. Good night. And uh, she was out at 8.50. So wow. she was asleep at 8.50. I was asleep by like 9.05. <laughs> but I put the dogs up and got man. ready for bed. And uh, we were asleep, man. And we slept until like 8 the next morning, man. It was like 12 hours of sleep almost. So it was Holy nice. Cow. I couldn't tell you a better way to wrap up an anniversary. As the great righteous brothers once said, you've lost that love and feeling, my friend. <laughs> I think that is true love is Holy what that is. Cow. Shoulder to shoulder at a bar for your anniversary in bed. At my night. wife loves it, loves that spot, loves to sit at the bar. Um, yeah, we just, that's our, that's our thing, man. That's where, when we go to. So you didn't do anything you told us you were going to do for your anniversary. You didn't go to Affair of the Heart. You didn't go to Cattleman's. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't do anything you said you might do for your anniversary. Oh, you, I told you, you we were probably going to go to a brewery gonna... and we went to a brewery and I said Red Rock was on the list. So it was, I mean, two of the things I told that's you were. That's true. You did say The only Red thing Rock, we didn't yeah. do was Affair of the Heart. And it never okay. even got brought up. We had some errands we had to run, and by the time T-Mobile took as long as it did, yeah. it kind of shot the afternoon. So, well, it isn't a five or a zero anniversary, so I'll give you a little bit of a break. It's a what was it? A seventeen or something like that? Uh, number seventeen, yes. Yeah. Seventeen, yeah. I mean, that's not that really that big a one, so you know. <laughs> it's I no David see... Spade concert, but you know. I did see a trailer for a uh, Dateline. Mm-hmm. that I'm going to try to find and play for you later in the show this weekend <laughs> okay. that I think you're going to enjoy. Right. Speaking of Dateline. Yeah. 
Well, it'll be All a while right, before well. we get to that one if it's just airing this week because uh, we've got several saved up on the old DVR, you know. Yeah, I think it's this next Sunday or something like that. Anyway. You still have to tell um, us about your project. Did you finish your project? I mean, we'll get into that later, but. My project is done, hmm. although There's it's the kind here. of thing that could be some tinkering for a while. Huh. Well, I'm not going to be able to tell you about it for a long time, so don't get your head Oh, man. Yeah, thought you'd be you done with it. Well, I think I'm done, but then some other people got to look at it, and they'll probably make recommendations and ch- changes, and you know how these things go. <laughs> I, I work for a big, a big corporation, so <laughs> I don't get the final say on anything. So. <laughs> um, all right, so we're underway. It's a Monday morning, six nineteen in the morning. This I, I tell you right now, this is a show with a good culture. All right, this show has a really good culture. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Oliver that got him! Where's that Sooner Magic now, baby? Where's that Sooner Magic now? Sore winner, man. He's the sorest of winners. My man, Dave. (laughs) One has a winning culture and the other doesn't. One may have a lot of national titles, but we've got one we claim, too. He's so mild-mannered. He's amazing. Sanders under center. Takes a knee, and that'll do it. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. And at the end of the day, the program with the winning culture, Oklahoma State, prevails against the program that does not have a winning culture, the University of Texas. Say say Oklahoma <laughs> beats Beats OSU in a few weeks, and that was your line. That was your line. If that was your line, you would get in so much trouble if you said that in a few weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. The, you my, would get destroyed my, uh, by people. Well, and by my boss. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. And that's it's the final just... in Bedlam. 45-35. Oklahoma wins it. That's a winning culture against a team that doesn't have it. <laughs> Put the ponies in the barn. <laughs> oh, it's just funny because like there's a bunch of other um play-by-play guys out there that if they said it, you would just, you know, think nothing of it. But Dave is so nice and mild-mannered and Humble and sweet and unassuming. And then something happens to him when they win a big game, man. He's <laughs> Especially when they come back at the end and, uh, you know, like that, when they rally from uh, down yeah. and win it. Yeah, He's got a giant salt shaker in his bag, and he gets it out, and he just starts pouring salt in. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted. This, is uh, this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Uh, North, uh, the Health Plex, the hospital, specialized professionals. They help you all through South Central Oklahoma with your health care needs. Big thanks to them. Our man, Richie Split, who we had on oh, yeah. Friday, stopped by with us gifts on Friday. So oh, thank really? you to him. Yes. You've got thank yourself you, a uh, yak pr- uh, 
uh, a, a young athletic family center polo waiting for you here. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, all right, all right. that. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Well, well, well. If it isn't the greatest morning show in Oklahoma. Hello. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. I don't know if they meant to text this show or not. But good morning. Good morning. Uh, the wrong station. Da- <laughs> or David Spade. I honestly thought he had passed away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's still alive. <laughs> he looks like death warmed over, but he's still alive. <laughs> Uh, last one here. How did Texas get 14 penalties? The Pokes have zero. There's a proverb that says energy without wisdom is foolishness. Texas played foolish. Yeah. No, like a whole bunch of those were like false starts and, you know, they're self-inflicted. But still, I mean, come on. (laughs) Zero. Zero. You didn't see a single hold out there anywhere. You didn't see a single pass interference. There's nothing for 60 minutes of football. Not a single thing happened. I mean, it's the first time Saturday that I've thought to myself, maybe these people are right. Maybe they are out to get us. You're telling me they're they're playing in this conference again next year? Come on. (laughs) Is is Texas kind of? They didn't dominate that game by any means, but they kind of – it looked like they, they owned it for a long they, time, right? I mean, they had it in control, yeah. They, I mean, they, they, blew like the, they blew it in the they second half. Like the, they looked like the better team for most of the night of the day, and then they blew it, and they had some untimely penalties and some turnovers, and they handed it to them. And OSU took advantage, to their credit. They took advantage, and they won the game, and one's got a winning culture, and one does not have a winning culture. <laughs> but 14 nothing, I mean – that's come on. Even the most ardent cowboy fan has to admit that's a little funny. It's funny because it happened to Texas, you know. Right. Why? Right. Well, that's the yeah. thing. It's Texas, so right. You don't feel too bad, but mm-hmm. I was uh, cheering hard for Texas. See if I see what I get for cheering for Texas in a game. Why were you cheering for Texas? Oh, there were points on the line for a contest, and I was like, "Come on, take OSU down." Oh, because other people had OSU. That's right. That's right. I got you. Okay, I got you. You were not cheering for yourself. You were cheering. I wasn't cheering for either team necessarily. I was just cheering for the score to go one way. Yeah. (laughs) I got you. Uh, All right. What else you got? Anything else? Uh, We're caught up on the text line. Um, Do you watch any baseball? This weekend, you've been you checked out of the playoffs or no? Uh, I checked out of it. I did see some of the Phillies yesterday, which was a lot of fun. And then I did see the homer. It, uh, did see the homer, um, which was epic. Like just the crowd in a situation like that in October baseball. I mentioned it last week. There's nothing like it, man. I mean, you can see it in college football sometimes when a late score or something. But man, it's grown men crying and beers flying, and you know just chaos in that in that ball spontaneous moment of baseball yes where you go from being behind to being in front Mm -hmm. you know a a football drive it could happen like a pick six could happen in football or something like that it can happen but the beauty of baseball is the go-ahead home run and when it happens in uh october oh man and I mean, they're throwing cheesesteaks all over the place, TJ. <laughs> I, I don't know how that stadium stayed up. I mean, it was just 
That's amazing. I was kind of hoping the Padres would extend the series because right. I was rooting for the Padres and Yankees yesterday just to so we can keep playing baseball because now we don't play again until Friday. Yep. And uh, so that stinks. You know, I'd like to watch a little October baseball this week, but um, not the case. We've got a World Series. Phillies made short work of San Diego, and the Astros swept the Yankees. So we've got a battle of the former Oklahoma City 89er parent clubs that will be playing each other <laughs> for the never, World Series. But never tied that together. The Phillies and the Astros. I was When I was a young uh, Toby growing up in Mustang, I didn't root for the Phillies or the Astros. I was all, I've always been a Reds fan. But you'd go watch, uh, you know, O to B McDowell or whoever the – might be at the 89ers, and then they'd get called up to the bigs, and you'd kind of right. root for them. And they would play for the Phillies, and then they would play for the Astros because we switched parent clubs. So there was a period of time where I was like kind of rooting for those guys a little bit at the major league level. I don't like the huh. Astros at all now. Huh. So you had liked individuals and would root for them, even though they were on teams you didn't like. Amazing how that works. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But... Not anymore. I have no allegiance to either one of those teams anymore. So, I dipped into the stream yesterday, too, long enough to see two grand slams hit. I'm like, oh, how about that? Gosh. How do you say that kid's last name? Madrin. Madrin? Or Mad- okay, Madrin. I thought Bryce so. Madrin. Pretty sure that's right. Two grand slams back-to-back at bats, I think, yesterday, uh, right? Back-to-back innings, yeah. Mm-hmm. Against McLennan. They played 18 innings of baseball yesterday. Uh, father and son... Skip versus his son, uh, Tyler, who is now the head coach at McLennan. McLennan's head coach took the Baylor job, Teach. Tyler was his assistant, so Tyler now the head coach at McLennan. And uh, he brought his guys up 18 innings of baseball yesterday. If you care about a score, it was 15-5 to and 14-2 to in the two games. But, uh, yeah, Bryce Madrin, the star. I haven't seen the final stats. I know he had some more runs batted in in game mm-hmm. two. He, he had at least 10. I mean, it, it was at least a 10 RBI day. But that kid was a Juco All-American or Player of the Year or something like that. And I know they were planning on him coming in and being in the middle of their order this year. And looks like that might very well be the case because big lefty stick. I, I don't know if I saw a right-handed hitter for OU every time I turned on the stream, there was a lefty up there. Do we have any right-handed uh, hitters It didn't this seem year? like it because that was the same way when I was watching it. It seemed that way as well. And that first grand slam he said uh, he hit, it was like he just poked at it, it seemed like, in this opposite field. The first one was opposite shot, opposite <laughs> right. field, right? The yes. second one, it was to right center. Yes. Uh, and he crushed that up one. on that yeah. one. Yeah. We got a guy named Rocco at first base. <laughs> yes. I like that a lot. Which... I, uh, I don't know if OU was tagging the right guy or not. I, I, anybody over there at baseball, like, maybe it's the right kid, but, like, so they tagged him in a post about him, and I clicked on his Twitter, and then it took me to a guy that I'm like, I'm not sure if this is that guy or not. So, he had, like, 100 followers and, like, nothing on there about baseball, and I'm like, I don't know if this is him or not. So. There's a guy, the, the, the uh, my Twitter feed, or my Twitter address is at T-Row-O-U. There is a Toby Rowland, at Toby Rowland, R-O-W-L-A-N-D, who is like a fitness trainer in England or something like that. Really? Does, <laughs> does commercials and like fitness training and things like that over there. 
and uh, gets a ton of stuff intended for me. <laughs> Stop it, Dean Blevins. You talking to me right now? No, uh, I'm talking oh, to him? the people. Uh, uh, it's probably him tagging the wrong Toby oh. Rowland. <laughs> and I only know about it because sometimes it'll be like one of those group tweets where it's like Gabe and Teddy and Plank and I. And one of those guys will retweet it, and I'll just be like, huh, I didn't see that. And then I'll look closer, and it's got the <laughs> at Toby Rowland on it. <laughs> that guy has to hate my you guts You are no there. fitness instructor, my <laughs> friend. Definitely. You've definitely got the two of us confused. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, break time. Hey, we got a special guest coming up today, Teach. Sooner men's basketball coach Porter Moser stopping by today. He's going to join us live. Interesting man in college basketball. That's right. Eight o'clock hour. We got a game tomorrow night in the Lloyd Noble Center. The lone exhibition game for the men's basketball team tomorrow night against OCU, seven o'clock. And we're going to talk to Porter about how his team is looking as they get ready for this game. That's at 820 this morning. He'll join us live. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. It is game week. Sooners and Cyclones coming up this Saturday, 11 a.m. Busy week ahead. Back at it, back at it. Game week, Rudy shows tonight, 7 and 8 o'clock. Basketball tomorrow night at the LNC, OU, OCU. I'm really excited, TJ, to see what this team looks like in person. You know, I've seen some clips here and there. Um, Got a couple of, of uh, well, they got the Big 12 preseason newcomer of the year in uh, Grant Sherfield. Uh and uh, haven't uh, they went over to Europe and played and won their games, but I haven't had a chance to see them. So very eager for tomorrow night. Then they've got like a week and a half before they actually play their first game. Um, so they got that tomorrow night. We've got uh, and then we're and then we're gonna load up the radio crew and head to Iowa this Friday. And then uh, TJ, you and I and Plank got to all figure out how we're doing our shows on Friday at some point. You okay with us doing it in the car so we can get it going early Friday morning? I think that worked all right the last time, so I think it should be fine. Anybody got any remotes or anything that they need to uh, do on Um, Friday? You mean as far as him or you? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. We can be going. We might get going early so we can get up because it's eight hours ish, and uh, I'd like to be up there by dinner time. We got an eleven a.m. kick. You know, you don't want to roll in at nine o'clock at night and then get up for an 11 o'clock kick. So we might get going early on Friday, but we'll work that out as we go along. Uh, you'll be glad to know, Tej, we, we can't uh, we can't send it out yet because a couple of guys have the Patriots tonight. But one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> yeah. five of the 12 on the mountain had the Buccaneers yesterday. And so we're down to it at most seven people left. And um, if you if you uh, are hoping that this thing will end quickly, Teach, you're a Bears fan tonight because uh, baseball Ross and Jason and Rivers and Norman both have the Patriots. But it's already been a day where we're down to single digits. Uh, yesterday in the NFL, painful day for me yesterday. Leeds lost. I got up early, watched Leeds lose. They're probably going to fire their coach. Things are going very badly for Leeds. They're down in the relegation zone now. 
And then the Colts got beat by the Titans yesterday. You guys uh, we can't, can't beat the Titans. We can't beat the Titans. I, 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 The Titans have quickly become my most disliked team in the NFL. I just, everything about them is irritating. Their head coach is irritating. They get <laughs> every break in the world when we play them. We're driving yesterday for a touchdown, and a guy grabs our a defensive lineman for Tennessee, grabs our running back, Naeem Hines, by the face masks and yanks him down for a loss. Nobody sees it. Not a single – I mean, it's the most obvious face, back, face mask you've ever seen in the world. Nobody sees it. And we settle for a field goal. Like the next possession, Tennessee's driving the other way. We tackle um, – oh, big guy. What's his name? Uh, uh, the big Tennessee running back. Derrick Henry. You know? Derrick Henry. Just a normal tackle. They grab him by, like, his shoulder pad or whatever in the tackle. Face mask on Indianapolis. Didn't know he'd come anywhere <laughs> close to his face mask. They w- We would have stopped him, but they got 15 free yards and a first down, and they end up scoring a touchdown. It's <sighs> the kind of day it was yesterday. So We can't beat the Titans. Uh, 19-10. Colts lose. Leeds loses. That was a rotten day for me. As a, I'm not sure anybody I was rooting for this weekend won uh, across the board. But anyway, it was fun to sit back and watch, man. That's what normal people, hey, that's a, that's you a normal were the Saturday big winner. for people. You were the big winner. And people get up on Saturday. They watch game day. They sit back and just flip the channels all day. I had the double TVs going. At one point, I had triple TVs going yesterday. It's just glorious, man. It's just glorious. You know what was glorious on Saturday morning was, uh, I know people have complained about him a lot. I know he slipped. But Lee Corso on game day, when they handed him that real duck in the beginning and then at the end, <laughs> it just makes me laugh so the much. Ducks like uh, ducks start, like he flying the everywhere. Duck. And the ducks, he's trying to like hold the duck, and the duck's trying to get away. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I love Lee, man. I, I know it's not the same as it was and. It's a struggle sometimes, but I love Lee Corso. Yeah. No, I agree. It's a good show. I've always said that. It's, I don't know why people get mad about it. They, they've always done a good show. It's entertaining. They, they spotlight a bunch of different teams. Uh, they got a good crew. It's way better than Fox. Way better than Fox. And it was the year that Bob was on Fox that, that pulled our attention away mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. Rightfully so. Bob was good. But the ESPN show is so much better than the Fox show. But um, anyway, and the crowds that show up and everything. They're out there at 6 o'clock in the morning in Eugene. And rain. Just going yeah. bananas. Yeah. So TCU beat K-State, came from behind. Uh, Kansas State ran out of quarterbacks at some point. And TCU rallied to beat them 38-28. So the Frogs are still undefeated. They're 7-0. Boy, it looked like K-State was going to trounce them there for a while. They were TJ. running away with it, yeah. TCU has now uh, knocked out Dylan Gabriel. Uh, who did they play the week after OU? They knocked him out, too. Uh, was it Shapen? Was it uh, Baylor? Or? Yeah, Blake Shapen. That's yeah. it. Blake Shapin. Um no, no, no. West Virginia knocked out Blake Shapin. It was uh, Jalen Daniels. They hurt Jalen oh, Daniels. Oh, that's right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Dylan Gabriel, they knocked out Jalen Daniels. 
Then Saturday, I don't know what happened to Adrian Martinez. I don't know if he came in hurt or they he got hurt or I don't what. Know. That he was a left. He just kind of left. He said, I'm out. <laughs> One drive, and he was like, that's enough. So I, I'm assuming he came in with an injury and it just wasn't feeling right. I don't know what happened there. But they knocked out Will Howard. Will Howard came off the bench and looked like uh, uh, Troy Aikman there for a while. Mm-hmm. Like Will Howard is a guy who can run a little bit, but he can't throw to save his life. He's zinging it all over the yard. And then he got hurt. And then they went to the third string guy, Rippon. He threw it right to him. So they went back to Will Howard, who was suddenly feeling good enough to get back out there. But at this point, TCU had taken the momentum and and won the game. So, TJ, we have a clear front runner now for the Big 12 championship game, the TCU Horn Frogs. How about that? Never would have heard, uh, thought that was going to happen at the beginning of the season. Year one of Sonny Dykes. We've done a, cr- a great job, incredible job. And that game that night, you know, Kansas State was in control, like you said, but I always felt like they were going to come back and win it. And sure enough, they, they flipped it in that second half. So he's he's got them rolling and believing, man. They're good. Mm-hmm. The quarterback's playing good ball. They got really good skill position guys. And it helps when you just keep taking out quarterbacks. uh Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got a defense that keeps hurting quarterbacks. OSU rallies to beat Texas 41-34. to Again, a game that, like the Kansas State game, a game that looked like it was going one direction for much of the day. Uh, Texas looked to be the better team and could kind of score when they wanted. and, And just, boy, Quinn Ewers was awful. And 14 penalties to none didn't help either. But I tell you, I don't think Quinn Ewers has a very strong arm, TJ. He just doesn't throw anything with any kind of zip at all. What did he end up on the day? It was atrocious. He's a floater. <laughs> That's not bad. No, you're right. But he, he was he just 19 kind of, of 49. He just kind of lofts stuff around. Like, yeah. there's nothing to it. Right. I get what you're saying with him. I, I think he can throw it deep, okay, but there's no pass that he throws, whether it's a swing pass or a slant or a deep ball, that you say, boy, he really rifled that one in there. Um, I I mean, I think OSU showed. Oh, you couldn't show this, but OSU showed. You put any kind of pressure on him at all, he's very shaky. Mm-hmm. At least he was Saturday. Baylor holds off a furious comeback attempt from Kansas. 35-23. Baylor was ahead 28-3 to at halftime. Kansas roared all the way back to 28-23. And then Baylor sealed it with a late touchdown drive. And Texas Tech, as was predicted on this show, TJ, absolutely annihilated West Virginia on Saturday. 48-10, to the final and that one. So, I mean, the Big 12's a mess you got one team that is unbeaten, and pretty much everybody else has at least two losses. OSU and K-State don't. But everybody else, am I right, TJ? Let's see. Uh, yeah. Frogs 4-0, mm-hmm. OSU, K-State 3-1. and Texas 3-2, and Baylor 2-2, two two, Tech 2-2, two two, K-State, or Kansas 2-3, OU 1-3, West Virginia 1-3, Iowa State 0-4. The miracle f- scenario for OU to get back into the Big 12 championship game is still alive, Tej. 
still alive. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Tracy says, shout out to T-Row for the amazing cameo for Jeff's birthday. It was the best gift ever. Happy birthday, Jeff. I'm, had you, I'm glad you had a great double nickel birthday this weekend. I have uh, applied for cameo. Really? I'm still awaiting my uh, return call Is to see if true? I'm going to be accepted. Yeah, I did it on Friday in the pickup line. Nice. And what was funny about it was, uh, you know, you're given all this information, and then it says, uh, uh, asked for my Twitter account. And it said uh, your categories were zero, and then it jumped to 10,000. So I was like, well, it's zero. I'm not to 10,000 followers yet, so let's put the zero in here. Mm. Don't think I'll get a call back now. (laughs) (laughs) Put the zero. How many followers do you have? Uh, It's like 1,800 or something. I don't know. I don't have that many. we're close. I don't have that many. Close close to 10,000. Come on, people. Let's get TJ over 10,000 followers. (laughs) I don't think they'll let me on Cameo otherwise. Uh, so, yes, I have applied. We'll see if that goes through. Uh, Gunny says, how do you love Lee Corso? I've heard he's left-handed. <laughs> hmm. uh, I don't hate all left-handers, just some. Uh, did either of you hear Marshawn Lynch's comments on UCLA fans' yes. lack of showing up to games? Warning, there are some ex- expletives, so don't uh, to watch it off the air. I don't yeah, think I saw said, that. I didn't see they that. They had him in the booth. For I mean, I don't blame me for not seeing it. It was the Cal-Washington game, I think. And they they geniusly had Marshawn. They interviewed him live on the air. That sounds like a good plan. <laughs> it went about like you'd expect. There was an MF in there. There was an S in there. There was a – it was not good. He goes, oh. Like, who would ever think it's a good idea? Let's bring him into the booth and put him live on the air. Like, they have to edit, like, recorded interviews with him, typically. Yeah, I don't know. Come on. That's not very smart. I don't know. Uh, Game day has the same issue as every draft in the broadcast. Highlights the worst parts of an athlete's life on an otherwise positive day. They do have some uh, tearjerker of stories there. Yeah. Um, I like those. I do, too. I do, too. Nothing like a good cry on a Saturday morning. You know me. Uh When the Olympics roll around, I love the stories. We're way over. I'm not watching my clock. Come on, TJ. When's your son go to school, by the way? Uh, Like eight-something. He's not going to be in the car until eight? Uh, It'd be after eight, yeah. I'll have to ask specifically. We'll update everyone on the uh, Ref Royal Rumble standings here coming up next segment. Back after this.